Do you hate listening to the same 10 songs over and over during long car drives? Do you have an itching to escape your mundane job without actually leaving your job? Or do you wish you could read a good book, but you just don't have the time? Hello my friends, I'm Daniel with the Temple of Geek, and I'm here to tell you that I have a solution for your book reading needs. That solution is Audible. Yes my friends, Audible is here to save you on those long car trips and boring work days with over 180,000 titles for you to choose from. Today, you, the listeners of Temple of Geek Podcast, get an even sweeter deal. By heading over to audible.com forward slash podcast, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial on us. You can start downloading a book today on your Android, iPhone, Kindle, or MP3 player. So what are you waiting for? Head over to audible.com forward slash podcast and get your free 30-day trial started today. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all things geek. Welcome to another episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. I'm Daniel, and with me this evening is Monica. We're going to go ahead and discuss some of the news events that's happened over the last couple weeks and maybe talk about a couple trailers. But before we get started with all that, Monica, how's it been going? It's been going really great, Daniel. I'm excited to be back. Yeah, it's only been three weeks or something like that. <laughs> yeah, we were all very busy, but I very much missed our geek talks, and I'm very excited that we are recording again. Well, I think we so got a couple. I miss Stacy this week. <laughs> yeah, Stacy is MIA this week, but he will be back hopefully next week. Yay! Um, but before we get started with all the discussion, how what what's been going on in your world? What you been up to? I just came back from a trip um, to from Mexico. I went to go see um, the home where my grandparents lived most of their life and where my mother was born. We went there on vacation for a week, and it was a wonderful, wonderful week. Awesome. What, um, was it just, just to go visit, go explore? Or? Uh, it was just to visit, explore. There was a festival that week going on in that town, so there was a lot of dancing in the streets and you know, uh, taco vendors on every corner, and they had you know alcohol vendors on every corner. It was a Amazing. It was a big party. There was musicians in the streets, people dancing in the streets. It was very, very beautiful. We did some sightseeing. I took over 2,000 photos, and uh, it was amazing. It was a wonderful experience. 2,000 photos. That's not a lot of photos. Not not a lot for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. And how, how have you been? Uh, a lot's been going on. Um, some things happened in my personal life, uh, but... Uh, we're getting past that now. Um, back home. Um, so I've just been kind of out of town for the last couple of weeks. That's why I haven't been able to record. But now I'm back. We're going to go ahead and hit back into Temple of Geek. Uh, yeah, not really much has been going on. I finally got to see Wonder Woman and um, saw some other movies That's that I haven't amazing. seen. Yeah, it's actually not a bad movie. Yeah. It's pretty awesome, in my opinion. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty wonderful. Um, it's pretty wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually, it, it, I enjoyed the movie a lot. Um, I, I actually, actually went in with very low expectations, not because of Wonder Woman, but because of DC films in general that just haven't been wowing me lately. And yeah. I came out impressed. So. So, mad props to Patty Jenkins. Um, I heard that she's just got picked up for the second movie, so. Yay. Very excited about that. She's uh, can't wait to see what happens there. Yeah, but it was it was definitely a good movie. Um, 
other than that, not really else much that I've been doing. Um, I've, you know, I've picked up video games and stuff, but you don't know anything about video games, so. <laughs> I don't. I mean, you could tell me about them. Oh, they're just, you know, games. Like today I picked up uh, South Park, The Fractured Butthole. Um, oh my God. <laughs> Uh, waiting for it to install. I didn't get to play it before before I started recording, but um, I'm gonna probably tackle a little bit of that tonight. See how that game is. But I've been I've been definitely looking forward to that, um, and just you know just adding stuff to my classic collection. So, but that's pretty much been it in my world. Nice, nice. So we we've, yeah. we've had a lot of trailers drop over the last I don't know couple weeks. Lots of trailers. Um, very first one I guess we could discuss is the Black Panther. Um, I didn't know that trailer was actually getting ready to drop. Uh, that trailer, I guess they dropped it with anticipation for Thor coming out, just to kind of get you hyped for another Marvel movie. Nice. Um, what did you think of the Black Panther trailer? I thought it was amazing. I'm ready to shave my head and buy a red dress. I don't know who this woman was in the trailer, but she was like in some kind of restaurant or club it looked like. And she had her head shaved, and she was in a red dress, and she was beating the crap out of people with, like, a stick. I and be- I want that life. <laughs> I believe that was Denai Guerrera, however you say her last name. She's the the girl that plays Michonne in Walking Dead. So I'm not familiar with The Walking Dead, but I'll take your word for it. And uh, I'm not sure who she is, but she looks amazing, and I'm all about that. Like, I'm ready to shave my head. <laughs> so you're going to shave your head, huh? She looks so cool, and she had a red dress and a stick, and she was just kicking everybody's butt. Like, oh, it was amazing. It was. I really liked the trailer. I thought it was really great. The one thing um, in the trailer that I caught was the new, I guess, the villain, uh, which is played by Michael B. Jordan. Um, his costume. It's very it looks- similar to Black Panther's costume, except with gold highlights on it. Right, so my son and I were talking about that, and we were really confused. We are like, wait, is that Black Panther? Is that the bad guy? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I'm not, I don't know much about the character except from what I've seen, like, in Avengers comics and stuff like that. I don't know much more outside of, you know, I, I never read the comic books of Black Panther specifically. Like, I know he married Storm in the comic books, and I know there's a relationship there. Um I knew he was part of the Avengers, and when I read the Avengers comics and stuff, I, I know of, of the character that that way, but some of this stuff, I have no idea what's going on, so I'm kind of going into this movie blind, kind of how I did with Doctor Strange. Right, right. I feel like I've done that a lot with most of these uh, Marvel movies, where like there's so many characters, like, um, you know, for example, Iron Man. I had no idea who Iron Man was when they, like, you know, had the Iron Man movie. I didn't know anything about Doctor Strange. Ant-Man? I was like, what the heck? There's somebody called Ant-Man? Like, what kind of a superhero is that? And now, you know, it's all red and I love him. But, um, yeah, I feel as you do. I'm going into Black Panther pretty blind as well. But it looks amazing. The fight scenes look awesome. The action scene sequences, the costumes, everything about this looks awesome. And I, I, I can't wait uh, for this to come out. Um, I'm very excited that it's two hobbits. That are in the movie. Two so hobbits. Freeman and, <laughs> <laughs> and Gollum. <laughs> There's two hobbits in this movie. My precious. I'm very excited about that. I'm a fan. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, no, it looks like... I don't know. That trailer looks great. I'm down. Let's go see it. Yeah, I'm definitely down as well. It comes out February 16th, so that 
you know, February can't get here fast enough. Although I guess, yeah. you know, we got other things that's coming out before then. Um, I'll be at a Doctor Who convention that weekend, but maybe I'll have to sneak out and uh, check out the movie. Yeah, you shouldn't be at the convention at nighttime, so. <laughs> oh, it's, so if you're not familiar with Gallifrey One, I, I'm Gallifrey not. One is the biggest Doctor Who convention in the United States. And it's the longest running Doctor Who convention, if I'm not wrong. And it is a 24 hour thing. So 24 hours, 72 hours, or for the whole they weekend. They have seven- panels going into midnight. That's crazy. And like they have after hour programming. So they have like a dance. It, it all takes place at the LAX Marriott. And in the evening, there's karaoke, there's dance, there's comedy sketches. There's all kinds of performances. And it goes on all night. And because it's all held in the hotel and most people stay in the hotel, in the lobby, everybody, like, after everything hangs out and it's what they call lobby con. (laughs) And it is an all-night thing. Like, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday of just crazy, like, hanging out Doctor Who style, which sounds really geeky and dorky, but it's amazing. It's one of the best cons I've ever been to. There was an anime convention I went to that it was just a straight 72 hours panels all night long going straight up, you know, into one, two, three o'clock in the morning. And I mean, they weren't panels where like, you know, anime guests coming out and talking, but they, they showed like uh, different anime cartoons and things like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I've seen a con like that. I've never actually attended one for 72 straight hours. I only that con <laughs> I only went, you know, for the Saturday morning and left in the afternoon time. But I couldn't imagine just 72 or you know however long straight hours of <laughs> attending a geek show for me it's like it depends on the passion like i probably wouldn't be able to do that with anime because it's not my passion but doctor who is definitely one of my big passions so i could do it <laughs> she's like also, i'm all for it i can't wait <laughs> and it's all my friends there some of my very best friends i've met through doctor who so that's so awesome I'll be there I'll, I'll be there with my family so it'll be great that's awesome but the next trailer. A next trailer. Uh, yeah. are, are you talking Star Wars? Oh my god. <laughs> so the Star I'm Wars trailer dropped. <laughs> Initial thoughts on that trailer. If Kylo Ren kills Leia, I'm going to kill him. I don't think he's going to kill Leia. Oh my god, but did you see that trailer? Yes, I saw the trailer. It looked like he was going to blow Leia up, and he was like tearing up like he was going to cry. If he freaking kills her, I just can't. I got so nervous, and I was really like worked up and like about the fact that he was crying. I was like, oh my god, he's going to kill his mother too. Now, you know when they create these trailers, they try to make, um, oh, what do you call it? They uh, feed you false information. You know, they cut things differently to make it look like something's happening that isn't actually happening so you're telling me that they just want to stress me out basically yeah i don't i don't think i don't even though uh, carrie fisher passed away i don't think lucasfilm's gonna kill off leia now i could be completely wrong they can kill her off and that's fine i don't have a problem with them killing her off whether it's dying of old age in some kind of like palace because she's a princess but um or if you know she dies in battle whatever they couldn't kill her off. I just don't want Kyle Ren to do it. Well, I think they're going to give her a meaningful death. I don't think she's going to die just standing there on a ship staring at him intensely. <laughs> so, I, I just don't want it to be like murder. You know what I mean? Like, uh, 
murder by child. Oh, God, no. One of the things I loved about this trailer is at the very beginning when you hear Snoke talking and you see like the different clips, um, you see the scene of Kylo Ren walking in what looks like maybe uh, uh, a destroyed some sort of wall or something like that with the, the fleet of stormtroopers behind him. Right. That is so reminiscent of episode three when Anakin's walking into the Jedi temple with the stormtroopers behind him. Yes. I was like, yes. oh man, it looks so freaking awesome. <laughs> amazing. No, I agree. Um, for comedic purposes, I really like the Porg. And with Chewie, like, doing his little, like, Porg squee or whatever he does. Um, I was really excited about that, and I probably rewatched that about a million times. Actually, my boyfriend made a 10-minute looping video of that. <laughs> Somebody had to do it. <laughs> well, the thing that trips me out about that scene is, like, Chewbacca. Now, you know Chewbacca is not going to be played by Peter Mayhew in this movie. Um, I do not know that. He's actually going to be played by a different actor, and it, his eyes just look really weird in this scene. It doesn't look like chewy. I don't know. It just looks weird. Um, and what's really funny is if you clip the scene, um, I, I don't know. I've watched this trailer. I don't know how many times, but you can actually see the actor's mouth behind Chewie's mouth in that scene. So it's, it's no. Yeah. So it's pretty. <laughs> I've seen this trailer. I kid you not at least a dozen times and I never noticed that. <laughs> so yeah, if you get a chance, just go back and watch it. Um, I'm sitting here just playing it back and forth and you're just, I'm seeing the guy's mouth back there behind Chewie's tongue. I'm, I'm like pulling up YouTube as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the trailer looks awesome. Um, I can't wait to see freaking Finn versus Phasma. Oh, that looks really good too. Phasma is, ah, she looks awesome. <laughs> I'm very excited about that. And I think after watching this trailer, I think I figured out who Snoke is finally. Who do you think it is? It's Luke and Leia's illegitimate bastard son. From Shut the future. up. Oh, my God. You've been watching too much Game of Thrones. This is not the situation here. We do not have a brother-sister situation here. Uh, Luke Skywalker's the king of the north in his little frozen oh wasteland. <laughs> Only you. Jeez. Uh, yeah. I heard rumors that it's Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, that there's like a whole thing on the internet about how Jar Jar is actually like a, a Sith Lord. Um, a Sith Lord, yeah. So I've heard rumors that it's Jar Jar. I don't like to like dig into the rumors. I want to just be like excited and watch it. You know, the trailers are about as far as I go anymore because I don't want to spoil things for myself or ruin things for myself. Oh but, yeah, uh, me, me either. I mean, I've I, I haven't really been watching a lot of the theories and stuff that's been all over YouTube, but I'll watch the trailers. Because mm -hmm. I think you know Lucasfilm does a really good job of not revealing too much of the story. Right, right, right. And I'm very, very excited about um, this movie. I've seen the trailer like an insane amount of times, and of all of all the trailers that have been released recently, and there's been so many. Um, I think the Star Wars one is the one that I'm most excited about. I love Ray and Finn, like, so much. And I'm very, very excited. I mean, I don't love them as much as I love the cast of Rogue One, but I do love them so much. <laughs> I don't know. I think this movie might change your opinion. Rogue One is the best movie ever. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I love Wonder Woman, too, but, like, Rogue One was, like, everything for me. So, we'll see. We'll see. 
Um, another trailer that just dropped, and this is going to be for a show that's coming out in October. Uh, I think it's actually next Friday. This show drops is Stranger Things second season. Right. Have you watched? Did you ever watch the first season? I watched the first episode and I got scared. I mean huge scaredy cat and I was like I can't watch this and shows about like missing kids freak me out I watched Broadchurch and my heart broke and after that I was like I cannot watch shows about missing kids as a mom it was too much for me the show is actually really good it's not really a horror show it's more of a science fiction X-Files type show um, like it freaked me out <laughs> <laughs> So the second season um, is getting ready to start, uh, like I said, next week. And it looks like it's going to pick up right where the first season left off. Um, I don't want to spoil too much if you haven't seen the whole show, but it looks like, you know, a couple things is happening here. Um, you can say it because I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> you need to watch it. You're, you would love the show if you watched it. I promise you. <laughs> Everybody says that and I believe it, but I'm such a scaredy cat. Like I really, really am. Such a great show. Um, and I believe. And it's a period piece. I mean, they did a really good job, uh, you know, taking care of showing the 80s. Like, they didn't make fun of the 80s. You know, like some movies, you know, when they show, like, the, the, the you know, that time frame or whatever, they usually, it's over the top making fun of it, that time period. Uh, the, and, or it's very, like, neon and very, like, you know, saved by the bellish, I guess. This show, the best way I could describe this is like is is like if it was actually made in the eighties and lost, and we just discovered it in the year two thousand seventeen, and we're popping it into our VCRs for the first time. That's lovely. <laughs> so, I love that. So I mean, this show is just that well done. I mean, it looks like it could have been a show in the eighties. Um, it, it's, awesome. it's it's amazing. Um, I'm, and I'm hoping the second the se- the sequel or second season or whatever you want to call this. I'm hoping it's just as good as the first one. Um, some of the you know the characters from the first one are all returning. Eleven looks like she's back, and some of the other characters. And again, like I said, if you haven't seen the first season, I don't want to ruin too much what happened. But um, this looks like this is going to be a wild thrill of thrill ride, and I can't wait to binge watch all eight episodes next next week. So it's going to be pretty. I mean, awesome. I know it's huge. Like conventions are filled with like Eleven and Stranger Things cosplays, and it's. You know, the quotes are everywhere on T-shirts, on mugs, everything. So I'm pretty sure, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it's a great show. And I'm sure anybody would be really excited for season two. I totally recommend you to watch this. (laughs) I'm actually thinking about walking season one again. Um, I want you to know that I rolled my eyes when I said, fine. (laughs) (laughs) If I get scared, I will call you. And be like, I can't sleep in. By all means. This is your fault. Now, this isn't the trailer that came out, but the Comic-Con trailer that came out uh, back in July. Um, loved that trailer because, I mean, it was just like straight up. These kids are playing an arcade game. You know, it's just straight up 80s stuff going on. And then all of a sudden you start hearing the Thriller music from Michael Jackson. Right. I was just like, man, that trailer was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I'm I'm like super stoked for the show. Um, I can't wait for it to come back. Yay! But yeah, you need to watch it. I will. I will. <laughs> that means another no, trailer that came out recently was the New Mutants, and I'm not gonna watch that. I'm telling you right now, that trailer looks scary as hell. What is going on? How is that a Marvel thing? <sighs> you know, 
I like the idea that they're taking new mutants into a you know they're 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 creating this Marvel show about the mutant universe in the X Men world, and they're making a horror movie out of it. So kind of a cool concept, but it's not the new mutants that I thought this was supposed to be. You know, new mutants in the comic book was basically just a different class taught by Xavier um, of X Men. So I haven't read the New Mutants comic book, but I am a little bit familiar with it. And, I mean, that's like a small story in the Marvel Universe, right? It's not like a big thing. But it's, from what I understand, it is kind of like a mind trip. Well, the original series... See, and I'm only familiar with the original stuff that came out like in the 80s. 80s and 90s. Um, And basically, they were like, you know, after... uh, Gene Scott and all them went and started X Factor. Uh, Xavier started a new a new class of mutants, and he called them the New Mutants. And they were basically a a, a new team of uh, X Men. Basically, X Men in training, I guess, would be the best way to describe them. But they were their own team. Um, right. This is just a straight up horror movie. <laughs> yeah, this looks like somebody took mutants and was like exploiting them. It looks like they're in some it's, sort of institution. I'm kind of watching the trailer now. Yeah, I was wondering if it had to, like, because you know how um, Logan's, you know, Wolverine story is, like, kind of, like, gritty as far as, like, how he became a mutant. And it was very painful for him and, like, experiments and all that kind of thing. And so that's kind of the feel that I got with the new Mutants trailer. So you're thinking this might be like the Weapon X program that they're using on different mutants? I, that's the feel I got. I mean, I have no idea. Like, it just looks scary as hell, and I'm not going to watch it. It looks terrifying. She's like, nope. Horror nope. movies, nope. That's just not how I roll. It's just not. Like, I want my Marvel movies to be like Spider-Man and, <laughs> you know, and X-Men when, you know, Wolverine was just like a wise ass. <laughs> like, I don't want it to be scary as hell. Yeah, when I saw this trailer, because, you know, I wasn't expecting this trailer to drop. And all of a sudden I saw it posted and I was like, what is this? And I clicked on it and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so I'm not a huge fan of the horror genre either. I mean, there's some horror movies that I'll actually go see. Um, but this one, I don't, I'm definitely going to wait for it to come out on DVD. And I want to say the first time I saw it was when you sent it to me. And I remember kind of like, oh, a new Marvel trailer. And I had my six-year-old next to me while I was watching it. He's like, what's this? And I'm like, I don't know, but don't watch it. This is for grown-ups. This is definitely not rated PG-13. This is not a Disney movie. What's going on? Well, yeah, this is actually Fox. So Fox owns the rights to the X-Men. So, yeah, this is definitely not Disney. Yeah, it's not not that Disney Marvel were a comic <laughs> yeah, I was definitely not expl- uh, expecting this, um, but this movie is supposed to drop April 13th, so uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, this trailer didn't really reveal much, and you know we'll probably see another trailer here pretty soon. I would probably say around December we'll probably see another one since it's coming out in April. Right, right. So hopefully we'll get more of what the story is. Um, I guess the last trailer I want to kind of talk about is a trailer that I guess just dropped today or maybe it was yesterday. Um, the new Punisher trailer. Right. Uh, just watched it right before we started recording here because <laughs> that shows you how far behind on things I am. Um, 
But yeah, this is actually going a little bit more into the story. Uh, looks like it's showing what this show is actually going to be about. And the one thing that was really exciting was at the very end of the trailer, it finally reveals the release date, which is November 17th. So just less than a month away. Um, what are your initial thoughts? Do you think this is going to be one of those awesome Netflix shows on par with Daredevil? Well, when I first saw the original trailer that dropped, like the teaser, I wasn't too excited. I was thinking, oh, this is going to be so bloody and it's going to be just a bunch of head bashing. And I wasn't too excited. Um, you know, I, I watched Defenders and I was a little bit disappointed with Defenders. I, it, I felt like it didn't compare to like Daredevil, which I really loved. And Jessica Jones, I thought was really great. Um, so I was a little bit disappointed uh, with this trait with the original trailer, but when I saw this trailer that just you know came out today, we're assuming, <laughs> um, I was really impressed. It looks like it's going to be like a very emotional show. You see him like struggling about his family and what's happening to him, and and I think it's going to be good. Um, this one definitely gave me higher hopes for it. I'm definitely interested in seeing it. I'm not going to brush it off like. I brushed off Iron Fist. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it. And it comes out November 17th, so chances are I'll probably spend Thanksgiving weekend binge-watching it. Oh, I will, definitely. Um, you were just talking about you were excited because you saw Deborah Ann Wall in it? Yes! That was very nice to see. I love her. I loved her in True Blood. I loved her in Daredevil. And I'm just a fan. So when I saw her in the trailer and saw her crying in the trailer, I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm all for like, you know, stuff with character development and things where like, you know, people are, you know, emotionally torn for whatever reason, whatever their struggle is. Like, I'm all about that. I can watch that all day long. Um, so that's what it that's what this trailer felt like to me. So I'm all. I'm all about it. I can't wait to see what's up with Frank Castle. I think if I had to make one complaint about this show, it's his his costume that he has at the very end of the trailer. I don't like how vibrant and detailed that skull is. Um, oh, okay. I don't know. It just looks weird to me. Like uh, at the end of Daredevil season two, when he spray painted that skull on, I thought that looked a little bit more more to character but this one i don't know right i don't know and it, it you know people may say i wonder if he has a special person that makes it for him the <laughs> way uh daredevil made uh electras and uh you know daredevil's costumes that dude i can't remember his name but you know they all of a sudden had a guy who was like you know what i'm gonna make you these like awesome outfits so you're not running around in spandex so yeah, i wonder if it's something like that it's it's possible but I don't know. It's just I don't like. I don't think I like the way it looks. But I guess I'll just have to wait for it to come out to see what it actually looks like. You know, when it's on screen and stuff. But just this little quick clip. I'm just like, uh, that looks a little weird to me. But if that's I, I my only complaint. When I was watching Daredevil, I thought that um, Punisher himself looked a little weird to me. There was something off about him. I I don't know what it was, and I think it's like he's not the classic. Um, how do you say it? Like, he's not the classic 
beautiful, amazing, chiseled actor. He just looks like a real guy. And that's what I love about this trailer is that he looks like an actual guy, like a real guy that this would happen to. He looks like your everyday Joe. And I feel like he's more relatable versus like this like beautiful chiseled character. Yeah, instead of like a model. Right, right. And um, I feel like some of these Netflix shows have kind of gone away from that where they're it's a little bit more diverse. It's a little more average Joe looking. And I really, really love that because it feels a little bit more real, at least to me. Yeah, it gives you something to latch on to when you're watching the show. It's, it's just like, hey, I can actually relate to this character. I can actually feel for this guy because, you know, he's making it believable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You so, know, it's not like a beautiful Chris Evans or a Chris Pratt where you're just like, oh, well, it's just a movie it's not real you know it's not real but with these netflix shows it feels more intense it feels more real and i think a lot of it is the casting on a on a sidebar here do you think they're ever going to tie the netflix shows into the marvel movies like do you th- you know they mention the the incident and things like that but do you ever think like on maybe like an infinity war next year we're going to see like the punisher running around in the background or see a newspaper clip about the devil in hell's kitchen or anything like that i think maybe they might name drop some stuff but i don't think that we'll actually see those characters um come alive on in the cinema in the cinematic universe and you know as much as i would like it and as much as like the fan theorist in me would love to see something like that i doubt that that's gonna happen it's such different like those such different worlds you know everything's so cotton candy and the world blowing up on you know like the the cinematic universe even in like dc like they're just blowing up buildings like there's no tomorrow but in the netflix shows it's a little bit more realistic like things are are not so intense you know they didn't like lift up a whole city into the atmosphere and then drop it (laughs) well they did in um in uh, Defenders, they did try to drop the city by destroying the dinosaur bones or whatever the hell it was, the dragon bones that was holding up Manhattan. <laughs> right, right. But, I mean, they knocked down a building. The Avengers <laughs> knocked down, a, like, a building a day. Like, you know, they're just like, oh, bam, you didn't need this. The people in there, you know? You know, it's, like, all cartoony almost, or it's just, like, unrealistic. Well, you need, you need to wait till next year then when we see the Avengers are really going to knock it up a notch. <laughs> God, how much more can they knock off? Uh, I'm sure they're gonna we're going to see them out in space. Uh, hell, in the uh, San Diego trailer, they showed freaking Thanos throwing a planet at the Avengers. So I'm kind of... I can't wait oh, to see a trailer Lord. for this. But, and that's what I'm saying. It's very cartoony. It's very, like, unrealistic. <laughs> I'm super excited regardless. Yeah, I'm very excited for Thor. Oh, Thor's going to be amazing. That comes out, what, next week? Or two weeks from now? Uh, As the time of this recording, it comes out the third, right? Yeah. Yeah, so two Fridays from now. So, yeah, that's going to be... I'm definitely going to be in line for that movie. Uh, I can't wait to see that one. Yeah, super excited. Lots of things to watch. Lots of things coming up. Lots of things to look forward to. Yep, definitely. Uh, earlier this week, uh, switching gears here just a little bit, um, we got finally a title announcement for the new Han Solo film. Right. 
Uh, oh, what's his name? God, I'm like drawing a blank now. Ron Howard. Ron Howard? I was like, what's that guy's name? Yeah, Ron Howard uh, took to the interwebs to basically drop the name of the trailer, or the movie. And uh, a lot of fans are not happy with the name. Like, what else would it be? uh, For those of you who haven't seen it, it's the movie is going to be called Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, I think it has kind of a cool, maybe, uh, whatever you call it, a double nuance name or whatnot. You know, yeah, that's his last name, but I think it also is going to be like, hey, this is a solo picture about this guy who's solo. (laughs) Right, right, right. So, I I don't know. I mean, I just, you know, and you're right. What else could they freaking possibly call it? It's a movie about Han Solo. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they can't get all crazy and technical you know it's not like it's like rogue one where like you know it's like a whole band of people or whatever this is specifically about han solo so that's cool solo's cool i I was laughing because you know uh one of the other announcements that kind of came through is is that the obi-wan movie is possibly in the works it looks like that's actually being (laughs) being worked on by some people over at lucasfilm and is this legit yeah, it's actually legit. Um, it was uh, reported on the Hollywood Reporter. Um, oh, what's his name? Oscar-nominated filmmaker Stephen Daldry's in early talks for the pick and would center around the Jedi Master who played both Alec Guinness and uh, who was played by both Alec Guinness and Ian McGregor. So it doesn't necessarily mean Ian McGregor would be playing him, but it means they'll be pl- uh, doing the character uh, of Obi Wan. So. I'm all about Ewan McGregor. Uh, yeah, I am too. Uh, he actually expressed interest in coming back and reprising the role. He so, expressed interest in coming back in any like Star Wars movie. He loved it. <laughs> uh, unlike his uncle. Now, you know his uncle was actually in a Star Wars movie. His, his uncle? His uncle was actually in three Star Wars movies. Um, in the original trilogy, do you remember a character named Wedge Antilles? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's his uncle. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, there's some family history there in Star Wars for him. Interesting. Well, that's cool. Now I'm even super more excited. Um, I'm all about this um, Han Solo movie, though. I was watching the Spider-Man uh, Homecoming for the first time I just saw it. And I saw that Danny Glover was in it. And I didn't know that that he was in it. But I'm very excited that he was cast with Lando Calrissian. Oh, you meant Don- Donald Glover. I'm sorry. Did I say Danny Glover? <laughs> <laughs> you did. I was like, I was like trying to remember. I was like, when was Danny Glover in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I meant Donald Glover. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> no relation to each other whatsoever. Um, no relation to each other. But yeah, my bad. I said Danny. I meant Donald Glover. And I really like Yeah, it's going to be interesting to actually see him as Lando Calrissian. Um, this was your first time seeing Homecoming? Not to switch gears yeah, to that. So I hadn't seen it, and oh we watched God. it last night as a family. So we have this really weird rule in our family that we cannot watch a movie without, like, you know, everybody it has to be like everybody there to watch a new movie. A family and affair. So yeah. So when Wonder Woman and when uh, Spider Man Homecoming were in theaters, we were really really busy. And a lot was going on, and so we just could not coordinate a day for, like, the kids and Nate and I to all be together. And so 
it didn't actually happen until recently that we saw Spider-Man Homecoming, which is actually yesterday we saw it for the first time. Well, let me ask you this. What'd you think? Oh, it was adorable. I really enjoyed it. It was super. It was a good movie. Um, I think Tom Holland is so good as Peter Parker, um, but Andrew Garfield still has my heart. He actually, you know, Garfield, or not Garfield, Garfield was good, but um, Holland was actually not my first choice uh, when when they were looking for Spider-Man. Um, Asa Butterfield's name actually popped up as one of the contenders for the role. I'm not familiar with him. Um, have you seen Ender's Game? No. Uh, have you seen... Um, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, he's he's just a, one of these younger actors, and I was like, I was like totally going to bat for this guy on one of the previous podcasts. I mean, I was like, it has to be Asa Butterfield. I think I even wrote an article talking about how it needs to be Asa Butterfield. Um, but yeah, alas, it wasn't him. But I'm actually, you know, very impressed with Tom Holland. I think Tom Holland actually pulls off a really convincing Peter Parker. So uh, I was quite excited about that. Oh, he's the kid from Hugo. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. Okay, I know. Oh, he would have. I think he would have been a good Spider-Man. Yeah, Tom Holland. I thought was great. Um, when they first um, kind of started talking about uh, him being cast as Spider-Man, I started following him on Instagram, and the fact that he was like so athletic and doing all these like really cool stunts and things like that, I was really impressed with him. And he's a kid, you know. Well, at the time when they were filming. Uh, the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a kid, you know, and it was really, he was impressive to me. So I didn't think he was going to be bad. And usually the Marvel movies are pretty well cast, but um, I still love Andrew Garfield. I, there's just something about him that I love. What was the worst casting in a Marvel movie for you? The worst casting in a Marvel movie? See, like for me, like one of the worst choices I think they did was casting Terrence Howard as Rhodey. Oh, Rhodey! I like Terrence Howard. See, I really, I really, I really like. Um, I can't think of his name at the moment, but the guy that's playing him now. Uh, oh, God. and it, it, it just it ruins continuity when they change actors like that. Right, um, right. And what happened was with that, you know. Uh, Terrence Howard was actually making more money than Robert Downey Jr. in the first movie. Really? Yes. So when the sequel was coming around, they were renegotiating his contract, and he didn't want to take a pay cut, so they cut him from the film. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I knew they cut him from the film. I wasn't sure why, but um, I can't think of his name, but he's um, he's definitely a better actor, the guy that replaced him. Um. Why can't I think of it? Don Cheadle. I was like, what Don is his Cheadle, name? <laughs> yeah, uh, he's an award-winning actor, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, <laughs> Only award-winning Terrence Don Cheadle. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Terrence Howard was good, too. I, I didn't have a problem. I think Anna Paquin was probably my choice. I didn't like her as Rogue, and I love her as an actor. I'm a huge True Blood fan, and I loved her as Sookie in True Blood. Um, but I didn't really feel her as Rogue. I guess. So, I mean, I know that's more of a Sony. Well, no, I think that that's actually a fair assessment. Um, Actually, I have a lot of bad. A lot of the X-Men were not really good choices for me. 
Like, like who? I, I didn't like uh, uh, what was uh, what's her name? Famke Jensen that played a uh, um, oh, Jean Grey. Just trying to think of her name. Yeah, uh, agreed. She wasn't. I mean, she. I wouldn't I, have missed her if they cast somebody else. In the first X Men movie, people are probably going to hate me for this, but I did not like uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in the first X Men movie. Interesting. I that is that, really interesting. I thought that was a bad casting choice, but then it was the second movie where I was like, okay, I can kind of get behind him. Yeah, I I loved Hugh Jackman from the beginning. Um, where I didn't, as far as like, um, where I wasn't too super excited to when it came. Actually, yeah, the whole first X Men movie, um, Storm, I don't think was cast appropriately. I love Halle Berry, but. I don't. I didn't really buy her a storm. Yeah, same the thing with like one Magneto. I, I didn't believe Magneto wasn't believable to me because he was too old. Oh really? Which Magneto? Uh, um, what's his name in the original X Men movie? Uh, Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Great okay. actor. I just I couldn't see him as Magneto. Do you still feel that way after all the movies? Yes, I still feel that way. I actually like okay. the new guy that's playing him now. Um, Eric. Has- even though he doesn't have white hair, <laughs> I, I can still kind of Perfect. get behind that character. He is so great. I love him. Um, I, I think um, the only one that I was super excited about was James Marsden as, uh, as Cyclops. I love James Marsden, and I think Cyclops was exactly him. <laughs> yeah, I think they did a pretty good job with him because he was kind of a dickish character. Um, yeah. So, you know, he pulled that off pretty well. Uh, the other one that was actually, like, one of the most perfect casting choices ever was Patrick Stewart as Professor oh, Xavier. yeah. That was perfect. Yeah. No, I agree with that. But, yeah, Storm I didn't agree with. Magneto I didn't agree with. In the first movie, I didn't agree with Wolverine. I didn't agree with Jean Grey. I was just like, yeah. Uh, Mystique. Um, Mystique, I, you know, Mystique didn't really bother me who played her. But the problem I guess I had with her was... Her character was totally left field from Which what she was in the comic, uh, uh, and I'm just I'm just talking strictly Rebecca, uh, Rebecca uh, Romaine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, you know, she's playing the same, supposedly playing the same character, just a younger version, but um, right. just that character, Mystique itself, was just totally left field from what she was in the comic books. So that was just a weird. It was just weird for me. I don't know. The whole oh. X Men franchise is just kind of weird for me now. Now that I'm sitting here thinking about it. Yeah, I wasn't too excited about um, some of those X-Men casting choices. But, you know, the only one I can really stand behind is Patrick Stewart because he's amazing. And also um, James Marsden as Cyclops because I just love it. I just really like it. Another Marvel casting that I really liked but they got rid of was uh, Edward Norton as the Hulk. I loved Edward Norton as the Hulk as well. Yeah. I thought he did a fantastic bang-up job as Bruce Banner. Um, and then when they switched it over to Mark Ruffalo, I was just like, ah, I don't know, man. But after seeing I the like Avengers, Mark I was like, uh, Mike Ruffalo too. I did not like it. Chris Banna. Oh, uh, Eric Banna. Yeah. Eric Banna was just, Eric Banna. sorry. I said Chris Banna. Oh, I know yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah. He was, he was, he was definitely different, but that was a different type of Hulk movie. So, but yeah, yeah he was, it was just, that was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> and that was funny. That was on TV the other day and I was watching it. I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe how bad this movie is. It was terrible. I took my my brothers to see it, and they were little. And I remember thinking, like, 
you guys want to leave? And they were like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's go. They're like, yeah, like, this movie sucks. We haven't even seen the monster yet, and it's an hour in. <laughs> into, uh, like, we walked out of that movie, and we walked into uh, Finding Dory because the Hulk was so bad. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and I was, like, with, like, eight- and nine-year-old boys, and they were like, forget this. Let's go see Finding Dory. Uh, Finding Nemo had just come out. I'm sorry, not Finding Dory. Finding Nemo had just come out the same at the same time. Yeah, that movie was just horrible. Yep, yep. So I guess those would be it. I'm pretty happy with the everything from Iron Man up. Um, I didn't like the second Iron Man movie. Uh, Mickey Rourke was just kind of a weird character. Um, yeah, it's because they combined two supervillains into one to make his character. Uh, oh, I like Whiplash and Crimson Dynamo or whatever, they took those two supervillains and kind of made the character the Whiplash character that was in the movie. Um, so he was kind of an amalgamation of the two characters. Um, yeah, I wasn't feeling that one. Um, I don't think that he was cast wrong. I just wasn't feeling that movie. Yeah, I think they started you know, screwing up the Iron Man movies, uh, especially like in part three when they made a uh, what's his face? Uh, they turned him. They, you know, we found out that what Killian, whatever, was uh, was the Mandarin. You know, one of yeah. freaking uh, uh, Iron Man's greatest enemies, and yeah, fans were not happy with that. Yeah, I mean, the first Iron Man movie was really great, but that was it. Do you think Robert Downey Jr. is going to be leaving the franchise after this uh, Avengers film? No, I think he's going to be like Stanley and just making cameos until he dies. So you think he'll just appear in other people's movies all the time? Yeah, yeah. It's funny because my boyfriend kept calling um, Spider-Man Iron Man 4. Like the whole time because he said all the trailers were like, you know, Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron Man. And we were watching it. I'm like, God, there's a lot of Iron Man in this. (laughs) And, you know, surprisingly, after you watch the movie, you realize he's not really in the movie that much. Yeah, I guess. But you're, I mean, you're like, yeah, he was. There. He was pretty, he was in it a lot. And the whole time they say his name. Oh, Mr. Stark. Oh, Mr. Stark. Oh, I have to be there for Mr. Stark. And I get it. Like, I understand the story. But, like, it was pretty Iron Man. <laughs> it was Iron Man 4. It was Iron Man 4. Introducing, you know, featuring Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I appreciated it only because, you know, it's, they were like, hey, this is a Sony movie, but we're totally integrating this in the Marvel Universe, and we're going to prove it to you by giving you our biggest character. Yeah. And I really, um, I really, really enjoyed the Spider-Man movie. The only thing that I didn't like is that um, in the Avengers movie, I feel like Tony Stark would not have picked this kid up off the street if he wasn't already like well-known for like fighting crime and doing all these great things. And I feel like in the um, in the Spider-Man Homecoming, he was like kind of fumbling and acting like he's never done this before. But I don't think Tony Stark would have had his eye on this kid unless he was doing something really right. Unless he was already like really well versed in fighting crime. Like, why would he bring him on to fight Avengers if like, you know, this kid wasn't well versed? And so I kind of thought it was weird um, how they how they made him kind of like fumbling and not really knowing what he was doing in the Spider-Man Homecoming. Well, I mean, I, I kind of liked 
I don't know. I liked it because it was kind of like he was, it was kind of an origin movie without it being an origin movie. It was showing that he was still coming into his abilities. Like he was still learning. He, you know, he wasn't perfect and he was still learning how to be Spider-Man. So I thought that was kind of a cool aspect of it. Cause you know, we watch these older Spider-Man movies, uh, especially like the amazing Spider-Man, you know, the origin was in the first 20 minutes of the movie, you know, he gets bitten by the spider or whatever. And then like all of a sudden he's like a master at his abilities, at his powers and everything. Um, so I, I, you know, I appreciated the fact that they, they toned him down and he wasn't an expert and he, you know, he didn't have full control over his abilities and he's still learning how to do things. So, and that's know. fine with me. I really enjoyed that. I just think that maybe this Spider-Man homecoming should have been, pre-joining the Avengers versus, like... Like, it, I kind of would have preferred it if all this was happening, like, okay, Tony Stark found him, but still hadn't brought him on to, like, fight the Avengers. Like, maybe it ended when, you know, they went into, like, the Avenger movie. Kind of like a prequel. Well, r- remember, when um, he was fighting Captain America, um, he needed some people to help back him up. So, you know, he probably knew that this kid had some abilities... And he just needed the help, so he was like, "Hey, man, come on." Maybe he, he didn't let him join the Avengers. He just said, "Hey, we need your help." That's okay, what, that's what the ending of Homecoming was supposed to be about. He was like, "You're getting ready to become a full full member of the Avengers," and then he was like, "No, nah, I'm going to turn it down." Right, right. Spoilers, guys. Spoilers everywhere. That movie's been out for over six months. We're okay. Um, <laughs> but the suit at the end of that movie, I love it. And it looks like he's wearing it in the, the new Avengers film that's coming out next year. So Nice. I, the I, only I, thing about this suit, because I, I have just been watching a lot of Wonder Woman, was that I was like, hey, it kind of looks like Wonder Woman's outfit. With all the gold. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Monica, do you have anything else you want to chat about before we cut this episode short? No, I think that's it. I think um, we covered all the awesome trailers and new news that you know we've seen the last couple of weeks. The only other thing I we, we we kind of didn't talk about was James Cameron being an ass, but I think we can save that for another episode. <laughs> that could be an episode on all in the film. <laughs> Well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and end this episode of the Temple of Geek podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Facebook and Twitter by using the handle Temple of Geek. Do you want to check out some of our other episodes or shows? Why don't you head over to templeofgeek.com? There you'll find all sorts of contents that pertains to the world of geek. Thank you for joining us on this episode. I've been Daniel. And this is Monica. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit templeofgeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.